Wait, what was the question? Do you like ice cream? Yes. <laughs> okay. I just don't know if I've ever seen you eat or mention ice cream. It's not a... I mean... When, when 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 would we have spoken about ice cream? Just in general. I mean, we've we've known each other for a hot minute. Yes, for perhaps half a decade, half and we have decade. never spoken about we've never talking about ice cream. Ice cream. What kind of ice cream do you like? Chocolate. Just straight up chocolate. Done. Hell yeah. Chocolat. I like a good chocolate malt milkshake. Mm. I can I, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. That I'm an old sense. man. There you go. There you go. Okay, so we do that one. Anyway, the reason I asked oh, yes. is because um, Bluebell ice cream has a Dr. Pepper float flavor oh. out. And uh, I know how much you love Dr. Pepper. Interesting. Yeah. Five. Four. Three. Two. And one. One. Hello world is a song that we're singing. Come on, get happy. Ladies and gentlemen, mesdames, messieurs, bienvenue, welcome to the happy hour. Who did it? Season seven. Episode one. Who is Mitchell Stevens? Um, I have no goddamn idea. He's hold on, <laughs> no goddamn it, Twitter. Hold on, he is Mitchell Stevens. He is a Canadian center drafted um, in 2015 by Tampa, 33rd overall. He is uh 26. Even CBS has the story, but the Habs haven't announced it. And this is the mystery thus far. We have a lot to go through, say Soir. However, who, who, who is this? How come, how come it hasn't been announced? Am I, am I missing something? Maybe they're tired. Am I, am I like, are, are the, is the Habs social media team American? Do they have the day off? Day off today? I have no idea. That is a good question. I'm, no, because um, they tweeted earlier. They tweet. They tweeted today. Yeah, they tweeted they today, but about camp. Paul Byron and the development camp. That is so bizarre. It's not even on the Habs website, like as an article. So we're going to delve into the mystery of Mitchell Stevens. Stevens signed a one-way. Two-way, one-year two-way contract one with the Canadians on Tuesday, per cap friendly, according to CBS. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, I want to see what he looks like. Let's Google him. He is going to be a Laval Rocket player. My name is not Mitchell Stevens. I am David OJ at Glaucus123 on Twitter and Metal Dave on Blue Sky. That seems to be the new landing place for people that are sick of Elon Musk being a complete motherfucking idiot. Yeah. Oh, he's handsome. I'm joined as always by Bea. Hello, I'm at H-I-V-E-R-H-U-I-T on Twitter and Blue Sky. Do not follow me anywhere else. Wait, you got, you, you're on Blue Sky? 
Yeah, I followed you, ma'am, sir. Oh my god. I gotta the double day check. You gave me a code. Oh. I mean, if you really want to follow me somewhere else, you can DM me. Right. Happy hour. We'll have an account on Blue Sky for people that are migrating over to Blue Thank Sky you. at some point. Uh, we may be the best news place on Blue Sky there's, for the Habs. Nobody on Blue Sky. Aside from uh, Habs on the Prize, who have a presence there. And uh, they're not very, oh. they have like okay. two followers, which is amazing. Can, I, um, can you tag people in Blue Sky things? I'm going to tag you. Yeah. So, we are the happy hour. So far on happy hour on Twitter. Happy hour pod on Instagram, which is low to be updated the past two weeks. That's my fault. Um, Happyhour.com and YouTube.com slash happy hour. Um, the NHL draft was last week, and this is going to be the, the the most of what we talk about because we have to talk about our first overall pick, David Reinbacher, who... Who is uh, not Mr. Mitchkov, which nope. everyone thought that we were going to get because everyone says, oh, we have to we have to draft the best player available. I fucking hate that because it is the dumbest, smoothest brain take on sports ever. Yeah. Like, um, let's take a um, well, it's not even. I understand the the thing against need though too. However, if what there's a third thing? Yeah, yeah. let's let's well I have a thought exercise with this. <clears throat> if let's just say in a world that doesn't exist because this is the world that most people that analyze hockey live in. So I am going to Should we call that AU? I'm going to take this a uh, yeah, it's the multiverse of hockey here. <laughs> What what happens to the Habs or what happens to any NHL team is that every time they're at the draft and the best player available happens to be a left winger. And for the next 10 years, every best player available when they draft first is a left winger. In 10 years time, they have a team of left wingers. Gay does, rights. Does that help? Exactly. Gay rights. Absolutely. <laughs> like, does that help? Like, how? It's so stupid. It's so goddamn stupid. People are like, oh, the Habs can't score. Oh, no, we got a defenseman. We can't score. Do you know how bad the defense was for the Habs last year? Oh, that was some. Like, it, they were, there's a reason why they, they were the fifth worst team in shots against. Yeah, they were the fifth worst team-ish in goals against. That is defense. No amount of goals gained with a fucking, you know, fifth overall pick in the draft, which isn't going to happen, is going to surmount the, the 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 goal differential to even get us like a skin of our teeth into the playoffs. Yeah. Defense first. They're not going to score if they can't get the puck out of the fucking zone. Like fucking think people. Think. Ah. Yeah. Touch grass. Kiss your children for fuck's sake. I don't know what, man. No, don't kiss kids. They're germy. Fucking Pat them cooties. on the head and then wash your hands. Fucking cooties, man. <laughs> so David Reinbacher. I'm vaccinated, actually. I so. my, actually. <laughs> so my David Reinbacher, we're we're gonna, we're gonna talk about him a little bit though. Um cute as a button motherfucker oh that he is. He's so cute. He is um 18 years old from Austria. 
of all places. Um, oh, my oh, God. Yeah. I, I cannot believe that they actually mentioned this in the article that I'm reading right now. Reinbacher made Austrian hockey history by tying former Hab Thomas Vanek as the highest drafted player from that country. Love it. <laughs> Love you remember it. when Thomas Vanek was a Hab? Oh, yes. and then he didn't do anything in the playoffs? Nope. No. That was a, oh, boy. And bless. It, here, talk, talk about blessed. Now the Habs finally have a blue chip right-handed defenseman, which Wee. they have been completely without, even with all the rookies that are up. It's so just, just, just the, the projections for this kid are higher than Cole Caulfield. For like a team, in, for like a team impact, at least when you're talking about Habs prospects. But even so, they're saying that Reinbacher is going to be an elite defenseman. Reinbacher himself says he styles himself after Romeosi, Ro- Roman, Roman Yossi, Roman, Roman, Roman Yossi, yeah, Roman Yossi. And I say great because the Habs need yeah. one because the Habs Re- defense Re- has Re- never recovered from losing Markov. Never, it's ever. Been a long time. Reinbacher may very well help the power play as well. Finally. Finally. I heard rumors on the Twitter when it worked that he's already signed an entry-level contract with the Habs. But that also... rumors. Yeah, there are rumors. Rumors. Warbles also. And him signing does not necessarily mean... That he's going to play North America this year. Granted, how the if Habs he... have been so far with that, I would not be surprised. No, me either. I'm just saying that people sometimes forget things because mm. they just the tunnel vision is just laser focused. Um, he could still go back and play in Switzerland. Yeah, he's been playing. I think so. I, yeah, I, the... I, I always want to say. I always say one. When I mean the other between Switzerland and Sweden, Switzerland, because mm. the Alps mm-hmm. connect them, and that uh, and that Swiss league, as the sound of music teaches us. Yes, and the Swiss league is um not anything to the the snuff at. It's no. a very very no. very competitive league. Not a bit. So and he's he's gotten um many accolades from uh people like Daniel Winnick, um. Somebody else. There's somebody else that is involved in where he's playing in Switzerland that um have said very good things about him and his play. Motherfucker, yeah. Daniel Winnick. If you don't know him, he was a capital for um for a good amount of time. Winnick. Yeah. Winnick. Yeah. Winnick. Yeah, Win- Winnick. Two yeah. Eyes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Um. Um. So. Now, the other thing, though, that we have to talk about is how uh, welcomed Reinbacher was by the Habs on social media. Habs, Habs fans. Habs fans on social the, media. The team, the team was very happy. The team was the team super was, happy. team was super happy. Carey Price was so excited. He got tongue-tied. As, as it ha- I mean, I do that just speaking regularly. And I was mistaken because I thought that was part of a joke from back when Price was a... Uh, picked and um, I may be getting it wrong now that the TV announcer forgot Price's name. Oh, just called him Carrie on TV, and then they went on with the broadcast with something else. And his apparently, apparently that that was uh, fabricated in my head. Oh, now, is his name not his name is Carrie. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. They forgot price. They're like, carry. Oh, oh, And then they went on. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. For those of you that didn't watch the draft, unfortunately, Mr. Price forgot Reinbacher's last name. Which happens. I mean, it's a... Yeah. Carrie Price is not a public speaker figure no. person. Like, he does it because he has to sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, But he's not... Like, he's he's yeah. very much... I want to do the lights and yeah. the... Co- he wants to work in the costume department kind of thing. Um, yeah. So, with I that... Mean, it happens to the best of us. Yeah. So, that happened. And then, um, then the online abuse that Ryan Barker got on, uh, yeah. apparently Twitter, but more so apparently on Instagram, um, conflicting reports that I heard was that it wasn't as severe as people thought, but I don't know. I'm not Mr. Ryan Barker. All yeah. that I do know is that Mr. Cowan, Stephen Cowan wrote an article about Stu. It's, it's Stu Cowan. I said, Mr. Then you said Stephen. I said Mr. Cowan. I really thought you said Mr. Cowan, Stephen Cowan. No, Mr. Cowan. Okay, I'm sorry. So, Mr. Cowan spoke to a Patricia, who is a Suzuki Pizza on the Twitter. And uh, Stu writes thus, quote, One fan, Patricia Neron, was so upset by the negative comments Reinbacher received on social media that she sent that she went on Twitter and asked fans to share positive comments that she put together in a notebook. Neron and one of her friends gave the notebook to Reinbacher on Sunday, the first day, the first day of development camp. No, that's not right. Sunday? Whatever. Um, and then Reinbacher says, I was reading it through in the hotel, Reinbacher said. It meant a lot to me. It's a big honor for me. The fans taking care of me. They were sending me some nice text messages to get a little bit of motivation, a little bit of a smile on my face. It was really nice. Probably one day, if I find those two girls again, probably give them something back because they treated me well. Thank you for all the fans out there. I got to say thank you for the warm welcome. I really appreciate it. That's from Reinbacher. Kindness Um, goes further. The other girl, her name is Bianca. Mm. Um, She's at BBXLE. H-F-F-O-R-R-Y on Twitter. If you look at Suzuki Pizza's page, if you want to follow them both, if you look at Suzuki Pizza's page, you will see Bianca. Um, but they both worked really hard on this project together. Um, and they are both featured in the um, videos uh, posted um, on Twitter, including on the Habs Twitter. Um, uh, Chantal Maccabe uh, facilitated um, them getting to deliver the notebook personally to him. That's right. Great. That's right. And that was during development camp, which was this past yeah. weekend. Uh, happy Canada Day. So at development camp, I was actually lucky enough to go Sunday. And I completely missed the whole event where that happened. Because I was in the building. And I think I left before it all happened. The media availability happens on the uh, on the floor overlooking the rank, et cetera, et cetera. Let me tell you something. Ryan Bacher, yeah, he looked good. You want to know who looked really good was Lane Hudson. Holy Hell yeah. Hell yeah. shit, is he looking good. I know he had a few videos uh, popped up uh, from uh, some other people that were there and the Habs uh, social medias as well. But yeah, he's um he he looks really, Did really good. Did you see his good. little uh, sound bites that he had? No, I wasn't able to check all those he, out, um, unfortunately. His, uh, he said he had his growth plates checked this summer. Um. 
He is 5'9", officially. Officially, his growth plates are still open. He said that the uh, 5'10 listed on his um, his page at college, he thinks is to intimidate other teams currently um, because Perfect. he said, he, he, he said I'm 5'9". Um, but he's like, I'm still growing, still developing, still have time and space. So... Oh, really? When I was 18 and I was 5'9", I said, yes, I too am still growing. I'm now 5'8". Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. We, you could just grow down. Look, look, you only grow until you're perfect and then you don't need to grow anymore. So I know. God damn you're it. Perfect. So that happened. So draft happened. Development camp happened. Um, qualifying offers were made to players. Uh, that includes uh, Alex Newhook, which I don't think we've heard um, whether or not that worked out. Uh, one Rafael Javi Pinar, which did yeah. work out. Yeah, yeah, it did. He uh, got um, a, a two-year contract extension. Uh, $1.1 million per year. Good for him. Now a millionaire. Good job, buddy. Um, Jesse Ilonen. Didn't hear back on that. Lucas Condada. Oh, Mitchell Stevens. There he is. It was a qualifying offer. Oh shit! I forgot. I missed completely. Missed that. So there it is. As well but as they didn't announce that he accepted it. Yeah. So that's so, I think the whole thing. Yeah. Still. Okay. So Mitchell Stevens and also a Nicholas Bodin. Alex Newhook is the one to watch there because that was the new, the big news uh, last year about our last week about the Habs bringing in Newhook, a 2016 first rounder. I think was it maybe yes. something like that. Yeah. So okay. Sure. We're still here, uh, waiting to hear back on qualifying offers. All right, more trade news. Joel Edmondson, out. Crop top king. Yep, crop top is out, going to the Capitals for a third and seventh round pick in 2024. Look at that. Goodbye, Joel. Also yeah, a capital bad. now is uh, Max Pacioretty. Oh, yeah, Max Patches. Who is going to miss the first half of the season due to another Achilles surgery. Oh, yeah, that's some... I think, something like that. Oh, man. That's a surgery. Man, good luck, man. I mean, Jesus, Patches? Jesus, right. Jesus Christ. Max Pacioretty is now 34 years old. I don't know how much hockey he's got left in him. Poor guy. Patches. Patches. He hasn't played a full season of hockey since 2016. Jesus Christ. When I say a full season, I mean 82 games. Jesus. Wow. I didn't realize it had been that long. And yeah. the last time he played more than 70 games was 2020, which, okay, that makes more sense. But okay. Even so, still. I mean, still, still now. Wow. Even so for that, I'm looking at all of his. Sorry. So in the NHL, let me just, I'm checking something here. More. Okay. One sec, one sec. Okay, he's been in the NHL since 2009. Okay, what would be more fair here? Since 2008. But in 2008, 2010, then he went down to the Bulldogs and that whole drama. If we remember, if we want to go back into some ancient history. But since starting in the NHL at 2008, he has had one, two, three, four, five. Six. Six seasons where he's played more than 70 games. Since 2008. Got them glass bones and paper skin. Yeah. Now, granted, if you go down to, like, you know, more than 60 games, I mean, yeah, that doesn't even add up all that much either. It's crazy. Yeah. Now the guy's, um, mm. it's way too bad. Too bad. Mm. Too bad. So sad. Mm. Oh, anyway. Now he's a capital. 
Um, two players that are not capitals, Philippe Mallet and Brady Keeper. Keeper, who is actually a defenseman, um, were signed to uh, to contracts for the club. They'll probably be joining the Laval Rocket going forward. Yes. Somebody else got signed up for the hat, the, well, for the Rocket oh, that I was excited about. Elias uh, okay. Anderson. Yeah, that that he was a he. I forget where we got him from, or maybe he was UFA. But a couple years ago, he he was that Rangers kid that fell during his intro. Oh, he was, wasn't he? The, uh, yeah. Oh my god, poor guy. Good call. Yeah. Remembering that though, because I completely forgot. <laughs> poor kid, but I mean, relatable. I'm I'm so clumsy. Yeah. Holy crap. Smogan S E is that Saskatchewan? Sweden, sorry, S E is Sweden, not S W. Okay, so a Swedish kid. Um, again, he may be also for the Rocket as well. Selected in the first round. Whoa, first round, seventh overall by the Rangers. Hello, oh, wow. to the poor guy. Oh well. See, it's not guaranteed, folks. Nope. Can we talk about Florian Jack? I just. Yes. <laughs> I've been trying to find a freaking list of our draftees, and I haven't been able to for whatever reason. So, okay, that's incredibly important, though. The fourth round for the Habs, the 101st overall pick, Florian Jackeye. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Of course, as we all know, he is the brother of Arbor Jackeye. Now we have yeah. both Jack Eyes. Yes. Or should they, I say the Jack Guys? The Jack <laughs> So <laughs> I know they also have a sister who is a firefighter. She fights wildfires. Wow. Sophia. Maybe she can go to Quebec. Last I heard, like a couple years, a couple, a couple months ago, she was going to Alberta Ugh. to fight wildfires there. Then there's also a fourth sibling, but I don't know who what they, they are. Do. What they do. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, it could be almost like the Stahl brothers, but we'll have the Jacki family. Um, yeah, so, okay, right. So we should actually talk about, so, uh, yep, David Reinbacher for uh, fifth overall. Then 69th overall was a was a Jacob Fowler, and he's a goalie. Saw him at Dev Camp. Didn't see, too mu- didn't see too much of Fowler, though, at Dev Camp since I was just watching the defensive people for Reinbacher. 6-1, good for him. Uh, yep, Florian, uh, of course. 6-2, oh, 6.02, actually? Maybe. I don't the know other, the fourth sibling is a sister. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um. Then we have a, a Bogdan Konyoshkov, Quentin Miller, Sam Harris, Evgeny Volokhin, Philip Erickson, and a Luke Middlestad, whom is hey. the brother of Casey the other. Middles. Is it Casey? Oh, yeah. Who is... Oh, yeah. Damn. Middlestad. God damn it. Ugh. I think it's Casey. Middlestad. Was it Casey Millstead? Yeah, Casey Millstead. Casey. Yeah, yeah for the Sabbaters. 2017. I Lucy instead of Luke. I can't type. Yep. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Wow, they look sort of alike. Yeah. I mean, they're brothers. But yeah, they really do look alike. Jesus. So there it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of um, a lot of families coming up. So there you go. It's a family affair. Ain't that nice. Um, Yeah, so, you know, that's the draft, and um, there we are. But uh, all look is going to be on Reinbacher, essentially. Um, 
training camp proper that has not been announced yet has it like what the actual date is for that um no but reinbacher did say he wants to come back early for rookie camp um to work work out with players before rookie camp starts nice yeah he's he's dedicated oh yeah 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 that was part of the article there where he's saying yep i want to montreal is a second home to me now he says hell yeah which is going to make everyone so happy when he talks about that stuff i think that's it that was most of everything that i wanted to talk about um um kim what about the the phf do we want to talk about that the what do you the p the phf being bought by the p oh yes women's hockey lives again is uh being blown up um the fucking I always get the acronyms messed up. I don't know them either. The That's PHF how much I follow it. Was purchased by the PWHPA, um, the owners of which have said that all players who were signed to page of contracts, um, as recently as this summer, um, those contracts are voided. Um, some of them had we're, we're in north america on visas uh, on work visas that are now voided um and face deportation um they the phf um players also are getting um basically second priority to all the spots that are going to be open um in the pwhpa league um because they're getting rid of a lot of the teams uh, because the, the the owners, the new owners only want to have six teams total. They're getting rid of Boston and Connecticut, um, which are two very popular uh, women's hockey teams. Um, it's really frustrating for women's hockey. A lot of, I mean, women's hockey struggles anyway for various reasons. Um, the players struggle. The, a lot of the players have to have other jobs outside of hockey. They don't get to just play hockey. Um, and they have families, they have bills, they have student loans, they have all these other things that they need to take care of. And um, a lot of them from other countries came to North America to play um, in order to have more of a chance to play and have a better life for themselves. And now that is threatened because the new season and the the draft and whatever they're doing with these new teams, that's not starting, I think, until January. So they're all in limbo until January. Um, and the players, nobody was notified of this ahead of time. They all found out on the internet, on social media. Um, and that's really shitty. Um, so if you care about women's hockey, which you should, because care, because women's hockey is pretty cool. Um, they do really well for themselves, especially in the Olympics. Um, they usually do a lot better than the men um well i mean depends on the country to be fair but um maybe i'm thinking of soccer anyway they are very fun to watch if you have not given women's hockey a proper chance you absolutely absolutely should um but definitely i recommend diving into this and reading about it um and i don't know exactly how to support women's hockey like financially right now just because of all the things being up in the air but um definitely do some digging of your own um and see what's going on and if and see if there are things um you can do to help the players um even if it's just likes retweets sharing whatever um and 
I'll post some things attached to this episode when we post it about uh, where to find information and things like that. That's it. That's all the news that we have so far. Until there's an actual website for the league, until the actual league has a name, you know, because I don't even think we have that yet. But it is slated for January. Yeah. So these guys have literally less than six months to get that all together now. Because we are more than halfway through 2023, don't you know? Don't you know? Don't you know? Don't you know? And that's it. That's it. Yay. We did it. We did do it. Oh my god. That's so funny. Oh, what else was going on here? I think that's it. I think that's most of everything. Oh, do we talk? Yeah, Druen out as well. Oh, yeah, that's it. Okay, that's the other thing with the website that's really bugging me right now because all the news isn't put up on the. Um, the UFAs, like none of the UFA stuff that happened is on the Habs website. Man, God, how the fuck are you supposed to keep track of this stuff? You can't. So ridiculous. So ridiculous. <laughs> uh, oh, I know. Just keep Cap Friendly on all the time because they do a better God job than everything. God bless Cap Friendly. Absolutely freaking crazy. If you can, if you have a spare like $5, you should donate it to Cap Friendly. Oh, yeah. If you actually like Please. do this sort of stuff, yes. Yeah, because Cap Friendly is amazing and i appreciate them wholeheartedly oh yes <clears throat> do they have a they have a donate thing right or do they have like a vent i don't know oh i don't know they ought cap to friendly, cap friendly tell us how to pay you seriously okay yep 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 i'm just looking at all of them because there was somebody else that we lost through ufa as well how come i can't bell deal yeah, Mr. Belzeal. Yep, that's right. Belzeal's out. Druen out. So, man, that is going to be... That is one of the biggest follies of Bergevin right there. Losing Sergachev for... You know, trading Sergachev for Druen and then losing him to the UFA market. Yeah. That was some shit right there. I would say that... <clears throat> Not getting um, Dano, not keeping Dano, and frankly, yeah, not finding a proper replacement for Markov. Those three things, probably the worst things that could have transpired with Bergevin. I'm sure there are other things I'm not thinking of right now, but those are the three that stick up, uh, stick to my mind right now, at least. Uh, oh, also talking about former Habs, uh, Noel, Noah Juleson, sticking with Vancouver, he got himself another yes. contract with those guys. Good for him. Corey Perry over to over to Chicago. Yeah. Boo. What's going on? Yeah, patches over to Washington. Dustin Tokarski, Buffalo. Hmm. How about that? Good old good old ticker. And whom else? Oh, who else? um, I saw today that um. Oh, Jonathan Billy... Quick is also are now a Ranger. Oh yeah, he is. He apparently grew up a Rangers fan. Hmm. Don't um, they all? They have they have so much cap. It's because I was I saw these signings that they did, um, and I was very confused. But they apparently have like ten million dollars in cap space, so they're just spending it. Yeah. Um, as one does. But the Leafs, um, 
who do not have a good goalie tandem that works um, are apparently looking to get rid of Matt Murray for the final year of his contract with them. Hilarious. Speaking of the Leafs, Ryan O'Reilly, and we're up, we're already up on our time, so I'll just kind of bruise through, braze through this. Yeah. But I'm just, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna bring up something really quick with, uh, with it. Just give me a moment here. I got, I gotta look this up. Ryan O'Reilly. It's gonna be worth it. It's gonna be worth it. Said that he didn't want to stay with Toronto. No. Nope. Offered him time, you know, contract years, and the you know money he was looking for, and he said, "I'm not staying here." No. <laughs> they lost him, their first round pick in this draft, and Noel Acciari. 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 Yeah. The other guy. Here's here here's here's the beauty of all of that right here with that with that trade. So recall the blockbuster trade that brought Ryan O'Reilly over it was a threesome. It was over to the Leafs. It was a three team trade. I'm just going to go through it right now. Whereas. The okay, the Leafs gate up gave up. Gate up. <laughs> Let's see, their 2023 first round pick, third round pick, a 2024 second round pick, and a 2025 fourth round pick, as well as Adam Gaudet, Mikhail Abramov, and Ryan. And okay, that was it. That's what they gave up, and they got Ryan O'Reilly. The signing rights to Josh Pilar. And Noel Asiari, Akiari, however you pronounce his name, and Akiari and Ryan O'Reilly didn't stay with them. They said that, goodbye. They got what? That two trade happened months? four months ago. Four months of four months of Ryan O'Reilly. Maybe five months ago, and they <laughs> lost their first round pick. I don't know how people aren't like just burning the that down because that is that is horrendous. Not only did they only win one game in the second round this year for the first time in 20 years, but look, absolutely, a lot. absolutely fucking bizarre. If that happened to the Habs somehow, whoa. The Bell Center would be in ashes. Oh my right God. Like, I just, it blows my mind. Riot. The St. Louis Blues back in 2018 got Ryan O'Reilly and they had to trade away Patrick Berglund, Vladimir Sabotka, uh, Sabotka, and Tej Thompson, who is now like a fucking piece of work over in Buffalo, recall now. They gave up a first round pick for 2019 and a second round pick in 2021. That became that first round pick became Ryan Johnson for um. Ryan Johnson for the uh, for Buffalo, who also I think is a bit of a player himself now, Mr. Ryan Johnson and Ben Roger, who I don't know, but like know. the asset management, wow, yeah. wow. Anyway, how about them apples? How about that? And they just they have to sign their big their top four over the next two years. They just signed Ryan Reeves. Um, and, uh, Max Domi. And they're already $8 million over the cap right now. So, um, they got to sign Matthews, Tavares, Nylander, and is it? No, actually, it's a little different. They have to sign Matthews, Nylander, Bertuzzi now, who they also picked up. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, that's right. But then the year after that, it's Mitch Marner and John Tavares, and it's like, man, got five. That is the that is the stink of Dubis right there, bro. Bruh, bruh. That's um. Oh, Lars Eller's now a penguin. Oh yeah, Lars Eller's now a penguin. Okay, and that's it. Anyway. That's it. That's everything. That's um, it. Yeah, there it is. Go to you Cap know, Friendly if you want anything else. All the best luck to David Reinbacher moving yes. forward. It is officially season seven of the Happy Hour. Thank you for all the listeners that have stuck with us ever since 2018 yes. with Colts Kanyemi. Hell yeah. Man, what a what a freaking weird draft that was. I was just looking at it. Anyway, um, we'll be back next week. Yes. Will we? Yes, we will. We yes. definitely will. And um, thanks again. Talk to you all later. (gasps) Bye. Bye.